0: Tuesday travel
1: on the hard shoulder
0: brought to you by Emirates, taking you to tropical paradise with twice daily flights from Dublin to Dubai and beyond. Visit Emirates.com.
1: Oh, Fionn Davenport, where are you whisking me off to this week?
0: It's a little known city in Europe. Oh, yeah, Paris. Never heard of it. I know. Where is so, it? it's the French capital, oh, capital France. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Uh, Big country north of Spain. Indeed, exactly. Kind of and place. just, you know, kind of west of Germany. <laughs> um, yeah, so Paris. And, and, and it's a funny one because when I was thinking about it, I was like, how do you cover a city that is as famous and as ubiquitous in the mind in terms of what we imagine Paris to be? And so for a lot of people, and, and maybe less so now than in years past, but there was always that resentment of people, I went to Paris and I was paying 14 euro for a beer. And it's like, yeah, because... Now we can pay 14 euro for a Now we can pay for it here, (laughs) you don't have to go to Paris. But, and there's that sense of like, yes, because you went to the Boulevard Saint-Germain and sat in one of those uh, cafes along the, And then you only dined in the (laughs) Champs-Élysées. And it says, look around you, look around you. Do you see any Parisian or French people? No. And there's a reason for that. And one of the interesting things about Paris is that one of the most visited cities in the world and from, say, now right until the end of summer it's just like an open-air museum. Yeah. Um, But it's still one of the most densely populated capitals in the world, you know. And so this is still a city lived in by people who live in the city. So they have to, you know, the city's parks or the back gardens, like people eat in the restaurants and we'll talk about it in a second. Parisians are obsessed with food, which perhaps isn't that surprising. No, But... At the same time, so there's the kind of two cities. There's the city that we tourists visit and love and and wax lyrical about and make TV programmes about. And then there's the city that Parisians live in. And I thought maybe a little glimpse into the city that Parisians live in.
1: Uh, Some of those apartments you talk about uh, in those densely populated city centre areas they're tiny they're oh, yeah. If you like like lots of people I'm sure you're probably the same when I'm in another city I'll always get drawn in by an estate agent's window oh, um, yeah. and you'll see apartments uh, for sale or rent like 11-12 square metres Yes, like literally like a, a, an old return on a stairs
0: in yeah. a big building has been converted into yeah. an apartment a little bijou uh, pied a yeah. Um. it's also worth pointing out that hotel room sizes in Paris for the same reason are tiny so like a double in a in a in a boutique hotel in the marais for instance it's like wow and where do i put the suitcase yeah. <laughs> oh we'll just we'll leave it in the bathroom so and that's it because space is is at a premium and uh, and you know so so for that reason but yet at the same time it's still an incredible place to go people mm. can complain and you can you eat so well like just wandering around like doing the flaneur thing you know just ambling about oh yeah that it's, a, it's a lovely place to potter about it is isn't, isn't and it so I'm going to I'm going to mention a couple of I mean, sorry just one more thing on the tiny on.
1: apartments because there's so many and because it's so densely populated there is great Airbnb deals to be had yes in Paris. there are oh yeah really, no, no, really no, absolutely
0: good. yes there are now so you're and you are you you can get like surprising so for example like a nice apartment with like floor to ceiling windows overlooking you know the Arc de Triomphe or, the, or mm. the Eiffel Tower and you're like holy moly you know and it's yeah so all these deals are available um but it's it's also a great city for long term leases. But very relatively few Parisians actually own the places they live in. Okay. But it's multi generational leases, so you can sign a lease for thirty years. And oh, lovely. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so listen,
1: you mentioned the Arc de Triomphe. We're not going to be talking no, about that. But I no, or because no point. The Eiffel Tower, the, the Louvre, none so of that. The
0: big. I mean, look, you don't need me to tell you that these are some of the world's most famous museums. And and if you're a first timer to Paris, by all means, you should go to the Louvre. By all means, you should go to the Arc de yeah, Triomphe. Yeah, Great places. By all means, you should make an effort to go up the Eiffel Tower although the best view of the Eiffel Tower is from one of the places the Musée de l'Orangerie and so you can have like this fantastic so the Orangerie Museum so it's on Place de la Concorde Mm -hmm. so it's so Monet's this cycle of eight huge the water lilies paintings Yeah, they're all here now I didn't know this so I lived in Paris many many years ago and I didn't know this until much later on, but the Orangerie is what's left of the old Palais de Tuileries, which is where the kings of France lived. Okay. So, Versailles was outside Paris, but in the city they had the Palais this de This was Tui. their
1: little pied terre The little
0: pied terre in the city. <laughs> and so, when it was destroyed during the Commune of Did they call 1871? it pied terre or no. they call it the English version? maybe Let the we english say, version pietre terre my my city ha- i don't know but anyway <laughs> so and so what's left is just the 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 the, the orangery mm. the, the, the the and uh, so anyway so that's it's got like and it is one of my always was one of my favorite museums to go to i mean it's like you talk to any parisian of course everybody knows what it is but it's not as famous as the big museums yeah. and it's as beautiful if not more so and if you are a monet fan and if you want to see some impressionist painting the Musée Marmottan Monet. So this is, it's got literally the world's biggest collection of Monet art. And, uh, and uh, it's in the 16th or only small. It's not a million miles away from yeah. the Concorde. Um, the other thing I would recommend, there's a lot to get through so I'm kind of skipping. Yeah. So Phantom of the Opera, Where's the Phantom of the Opera? It's the Palais Garnier. That's where the Phantom of the Opera is based. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, the actual Phantom, that's of Phantom yeah. of the Opera, is based on, on the Palais Garnier, which is um, so designed in 1860 by this small architect, little known young guy called Charles Garnier. Um, the Paris Opera, oddly enough, so the, um, the opera hosts ballet and classical concerts. Actual opera is in the opera at Bastille. In Which is a much more modern building built in the late 80s. Um, But anyway, but even if you don't go see a concert here, it's this unbelievably opulent building and the tours are fantastic. So they have English language guided tours that are an hour and a half long and you can use your own audio guide if you want but like you get you get to see this incredible building that's built in the opulence of mid 19th century Paris which is when baron haussmann when the city that we know now with the grand boulevard was all redesigned and that's this is one of the most kind of amazing buildings um if you've never been to see the rodin museum you know the thinker you know yes. the guy yeah the the musee rodin is Oh, so beautiful! It Really, really, is it? yeah. And that's in the seventh arrondissement. Uh, and then, so there's two things. And then, so these are museums that I love. Yeah, I've it's been not to some any- of them
1: Have you? on your recommendation. I was in the Musée de l'Orangerie. That's
0: amazing because Fionn
1: Davenport told me
0: to go a few years and, ago. And look, this is not an exhaustive list because look, it comes as no surprise. Paris is a very cultured place yeah. with a gazillion museums of every kind and style. Um, the other two things I mentioned. Okay, so it's called EP Seven. Yeah, what's this now? So EP Seven. It's the. It was when it opened about four or five years ago. It was considered the first piece of interactive architecture, Ar- architecture interactive, and uh, it's a it's a kind of concert venue cafe style. Yeah, and it's got like all this like pixel art, contemporary art showcasing on these massive screens in the front on the facade, okay. right. And then, so you've got this, and then inside, so it's EP7 is named after EP, as in vinyl. Yeah. Like a vinyl EP. Okay. And uh, you get art exhibitions, there's DJ sets at the weekend. So it's kind of like, there's a lot going on and it's, it's a pretty cool place. Okay. Um, And then the other thing as well, and this is much older, but has been, so it's called La Petite Ceinture, The Little Belt. Okay, so long before there was the tram or the metro, this is a little belt. It's a steam train that circled the city. Okay? Yeah. Right now, the steam train was discontinued in the 1930s, I think it was, but the tracks still are there. Yeah. And they were overgrown and closed to everybody until the late 90s, early noughties, when little parts of it started to open up. Now, you've got like... So there's a section of it in the 15th arrondissement, which runs for about two kilometres. It's a little bit like the High Line in New York, okay. if you know that. Okay, so it's an old abandoned railway track that's now been, but this place has been left. It's overgrown. It's got like, it's, it's just a beautiful place. To walk in, yeah, and it's like the and it's just romantic. And if you want to take someone on a nice romantic walk, La Petite Ceinture is really, really special. Well, but it's true, like th- that.
1: That's a version of the pottering around, isn't it? Pottering so, about in it's Paris. It's a bit
0: like there's okay. So, like as much as uh, Darren stars Emily in Paris, annoyed so many people go. Oh, it's not even a representation of Paris. It kind of is a little bit. Mm. Like I mean, of course, it plays deeply into the stereotypes, but ultimately, it's just like. The idea of um, Lily Collins ambling about the Ile de la Cité, you know, like taking like Instagram shots... That's kind of what Paris is. Yeah, it and is. And that's what makes it such an incredible place to visit. Yeah, and you know what? You, like, I know
1: the closer you get to some of the bigger tourist attractions that we're not really talking about, uh, the more likely you are to be kind of ripped off. But that there is something nice. But of course to you To sit, get- uh, sit in front of, of a little cafe and you can view a uh, view of Ile de Cité or a view of Notre Dame or whatever else being. you've had a bottle of wine at the table in front of you and you just while away a couple of hours.
0: And... So the traditional Parisian bar in 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 is called a zinc or a, like it, because the old the bar tops were made of zinc. Okay. So in Paris you go on va prendre on va prendre un verre au zinc. Let's go get a glass in the bar. And every neighborhood, all 20 arrondissements, every single one has its massive collection of local bars, most of which look entirely unassuming and just bland from the outside Mm. but this is where Parisian life takes place so if you want to in that awful phrase that travel writers have to deal with nowadays of trying to live like a local well you know, I don't know, pay, a, pay an electricity bill or, you know, <laughs> yeah. have to commute. <laughs> like, that's living like a local. But, but if you want to kind of experience Paris, that Parisians experiences, you want to have a drink in those local bars. Sure, like Les Deux Margots on Boulevard Saint-Germain, which is where Jean-Paul Sartre once sat. I mean, of course, it's a famous bar, but no philosopher sit there now. Like, Jean-Paul Sartre sat there 60 years ago. Yeah. And now it's just like a stream of international tourists.
1: Oh yeah, we were down around the Jewish quarter. You know. The Yeah, and it's just like that. There's but De Mare's beautiful. You're just you're tripping
0: over tourists
1: but it's still, it doesn't make it any less beautiful where no. you are. And or I any less enjoyable to just
0: sit the there. The point I'm trying to convey is exactly that. Aforementioned wine. aforementioned wine. Well, let's, like, let's get on to dining and drinking. Okay, then. so no, very few cities, maybe Rome, um, are obsessed with talking about, shopping for, preparing eating food than Parisians. Mm. It's like far more. It's like never, ever ask a Parisian how much they earn. Never ask them how much they paid for anything. Never how much their rent is. Never. These things are like no-nos. But talk about food and honest to God, they'll get so deep in the weeds about everything. (laughs) And so like I've got lots of, there's a gazillion good restaurants to avoid is, my, my rule of thumb is avoid any restaurant that has a picture of the menu outside where, like, the food has pictures. The photos it.
1: of food. Don't, yes, no, it's good room, Just it? keep Just keep yeah. walking.
0: And particularly on, Boulev- on uh, Boulevard Saint-Michel and places like that where you have, like, like, there's a lot of Greek tavernas and waiters outside and they're like, Préfix, Préfix, like, mm. coming out. Just, like, keep walking. Look, these are honest people trying to make a shilling, but, like, you know, yeah. just keep going. I'm going to recommend three places, okay? okay? Two of which are, like, totally affordable. Uh, Chez la Mijon. So at Jean, the friend Jean's house, it's an old 1930s bar that used to be a rugby pub owned by a Basque guy. And it's now like this absolutely packed out left bank bistro. It's always full, but it's really, really worth it. Um, it does like kind of southwestern French farmhouse food, which is the essence of French terroir cuisine. Really, really good. Um, great stews, great meats, etc, etc. Mm. The second place, if you want the best best beef bourguignon I've ever tasted, is a place called Josephine Chez du Monet, And it's in the 6th arrondissement. And uh, you have to book in advance. And they do like this amazing Grand Marnier soufflé for dessert that's okay. really, really tasty. And then finally, in a restaurant that has over 100 Michelin stars... OK, mm. here's one that's relatively affordable and I use the word relatively advisedly. So it's called Comice and it's in the 16th arrondissement, so kind of fancy Paris. The signature menu, which is four or five courses, is 120 or 150 euro, which in Paris is really, really good for a okay. Michelin starred restaurant. And uh, so this place has got this Canadian chef and his wife. She's the sommelier. It's the food is extraordinary and it won't melt your credit card because if you went to like one of the, there's lots of three star restaurants and you're just like, there's, and there's 500 quid, I'm never going to see again. Yeah,
1: you know. um, I'd imagine like that would be an intimidating place. The other place is intimidating because sometimes you recommend places and I get intimidated when I go to them. The it. coffee shop in Rome you sent me to and I, I still La feel... La Tazza d'Oro? Yeah. And I, How I, are you intimidated? I, I just felt, I've, I've, I felt like I shouldn't have been there. Felt like really? an imposter Yeah A little bit That's just I was the only tourist It was all locals Which yeah. is why you sent me there Coffee was great I'm, I'll give you that But I mean I'm, I'm not going to feel That intimate At Chez so... La Mijon. Chez la No, no, you no, won't. Okay. No, no, you won't. I'll so, accept it at the Michelin so, starred restaurant a little bit.
0: Ah, yeah, no. But that, here's that goes the thing. With so, it. so, again, is, is that like I mentioned that every neighborhood has, has its selection of bars. Now, there's two kinds of bars there's bars that welcome foreigners, and there's bars that are locals only that when you walk in, you get that yeah. look. Don't want that now. No, you don't. But, so it's not so much I've got bars to name, but look, look. The Bastille area, so the 4th, 11th and 12th arrondissement, they kind of all yeah. around the Bastille. Loads of bars there. And loads of locals. Loads of local bars. bars. So Belleville, which is the 20th arrondissement, that's got lots of amazing, and that's like cool Paris. Yes. You know, like young, cool, hipster. They like to go up to the bars of Belleville. The Boutoucaille, which is in the 13th arrondissement. Along the Canal Saint Martin, now that's been cool for many, many, many years. So probably that's kind of infiltrated the 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 tourist mm. uh, itineraries. Um, so clichy batignol which is the seventeenth, I'm so that's kind of a quiet residential neighbourhood that's right. become very popular in recent years. You notice that I'm not mentioning the fourth, the second, the fifth. Yeah, these are. This is true. This is central Paris. So, and also bear in mind, right? That when you talk about Paris, Paris is a small relatively small, compact city. Even if you go to the outer uh Small, you're not that far away from anywhere, really. No. And the metro's great. Um and then Montan, which is in the twentieth. The Latin Quarter. Very cool fifty years ago. Not so cool then for thirty years because very popular. Kind of cool again. Okay. Um and like then... bell
1: bottoms, I guess they go in and out of fashion, <laughs> yeah, you know.
0: Pretty much. Um can I I know we're kinda running against time. Yeah. I wanted to recommend local led tours. This okay. is a big thing in Paris, okay? So Parisien d'Anjou, so Paris Greeters. Greeters dot Paris. Okay. Uh ça se visite um, where you get to visit the northeastern neighborhoods, which are quite ethnic and part of France's multicultural side. Yeah. Um there's a great website called Localers. So local dot com, insider themed city walks. And then just a simple one meetingthefrench.com Okay, this is behind the scenes tours so you can have dinner with a Parisian family
1: Oh nice I like the sound of that meetingthefrench.com listen we're going to get this up as a podcast so people can listen back and take notes of anything they might have missed Fionn Davenport will talk to you again at the same time next week
0: Tuesday travel
1: on the hard shoulder
0: brought to you by Emirates taking you to tropical paradise with twice daily flights from Dublin to Dubai and beyond visit emirates.com